right, what's going on, everyone? Good morning. How's everyone today? I hope I find you all well. Hello, hello. And welcome to the stream. The pre-stream podcast, that is. Today is Thursday, the 13th of January, 2022. I am Phil. Phil, I am. Philium. Philium Bernelli. It's my alter ego. Philium Bernelli. And I welcome you here to the show. How you doing? Hope you're doing well. Um, full day of streaming today. Back on schedule after the little snafu yesterday threw me off. I was not able to be here for the first stream, but I am back today in full force. A full day of gameplay streaming for all of you. So I hope you're all ready. Um, pre-stream today is going to be a little different. What I'm going to do is I have a few small things to talk about. For example, the schedule. Uh, really brief gaming news stories. Nothing too special. Um, and then what I'd like to do is possibly open it up to you guys and have a little bit of open discussion with you guys on the pre-stream because what I realized is recently I just kind of talk a lot about various topics and I don't really have too much interactivity till the shout-out segment. So maybe today we'll have a little bit of back and forth on the pre-stream, a little bit of conversation about whatever you guys want to talk about. All right? Fair enough? We'll see. Let's get through all this stuff. I don't have too much, but let's get through it and we'll see how that goes. Um, one thing that seems really weird, so I'm sitting here during the music playing before I started talking on the pre-stream, and I'm talking to all you guys in the chat. We're having some just fun discussion. And I see pop-ups on the screen here as if people are giving super chats. I'm like, oh, that's nice. People are, you know, contributing, crowdfunding. Very nice. I appreciate that. And I go to my queue because I have a running queue here through Streamlabs that, uh, that tracks all the super chats that come in. And I see there's three or four of them there. One was from, I believe, Squirrel. And one, I believe, was from maybe Inmate Elvis. And, um, oh, oh, not Inmate Elvis. Um, I forget now. Anyway, the reason I forget is because they're all gone. And it showed in the queue there was like three or four Super Chats this morning. And I was like, oh, I'm going to shout these out, you know, at the end of the podcast is what I always do. I save them up for the end of the podcast. And I, I give a shout out to everyone who's contributed. And I answer questions and stuff. And I refresh the screen. They're all gone. And I'm like... So then I went to my chat. I scrolled up. There's no pop-ups for them. Normally when you do a super chat on, on a YouTube stream, what happens is your, your message gets highlighted in the chat. So everyone in the chat gets to see it highlighted for a few minutes. And then obviously the streamer can see it. And can shout it out if they choose to. Um, and then it's of course it's supposed to go into my queue for me to shout out. So if you did a super chat this morning... Including the one that I caught was from Squirrel. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what happened. They're all gone. By the way, a piece of burrito stuck in my mouth. I had a burrito this morning for breakfast. One of those microwave burritos. It's stuck. God damn it. It's going to bother me all day. Anyway. um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know if YouTube is having an issue today. So, all right, Kevin just did a super chat. It, this one showed up in the chat. Now, I'm curious if this one will show up in my queue. Thank you, Kevin, for the super chat. And no, I don't know anything about a carnivore diet. A carnivore diet. Was it like keto diet or something? It's not showing. Oh, it did show up. There it is. Now, see what's weird is, so it's showing up in the queue. 
the pop-up happened, okay? I already shouted it out. <clears throat> now let me refresh the queue. And he's there. So I honestly have no clue. If I apologize to anyone, if you did any Super Chats previously today, they may not, I might not be able to shout them out. I don't know what's going on and why they didn't, uh, why they didn't show up. That's weird to me. But it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. I don't run YouTube, and YouTube constantly does things like this. They'll, they'll tweak a little line of code here. They'll change something there, and the whole thing disconnects and screws up. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a fun, full day of streams today. Let's talk about that. So, two gameplay streams today, although it's going to be a very different kind of streaming day. We're not doing any of the current ongoing playthroughs that I've been doing. We're doing different stuff, okay? The first stream <clears throat> today is Condemned Criminal Origins, a game that was a launch title for the Xbox 360 or was released relatively around the launch frame of the console. So it's actually pretty much a legacy game when you think about it. It was meant to kind of celebrate the new things they could do on a new console when it launched way back when in, what was it, 2006? I think it was 2006 when it launched. Um, it's a game that many years ago, you guys chose for me to try during a Halloween marathon. And back then, it was a little different. And the reason I say that is uh, I used to not be a interactive full-time streamer. I basically acted like I was just a, an offline YouTuber. I would play games on stream, but I would completely ignore my audience. So I remember playing this game for like an hour or two during a marathon, and I didn't really like it. Why? Well, let's see. I wasn't talking to you guys. You guys weren't giving me advice on what to do or explaining how to play the game. The game is very outdated. It doesn't do a great job of really explaining how to play it. So I was failing miserably and basically frustrated at the game and didn't really like it. Now fast forward to this past Halloween when we did another marathon, which is awesome that I do an annual marathon on Halloween. It's really fun. And you guys again <clears throat> nominated and voted for this game to be in the Halloween marathon event. I guess a lot of you really like it and wanted me to give it a second shot now that my style of content creation many years later is very different. Okay? Um, <clears throat> so... We played again on Halloween, and what happened? Well, we ended up playing it way longer than I had actually intended. Reason being is I had ordered some food for delivery for a special episode of Feasting with the King, which is a show that I do during these special marathons where we try out different kinds of cuisine. And the food got delayed. So I was supposed to play it for like maybe two, two and a half hours. I ended up playing it for over three hours, okay? By the time that we had finished that session, I had a lot of fun with the game. You guys seemed to have a lot of fun with the game. And the common consensus was you guys wanted me to continue playing it because it was more interactive. You guys were talking with me, helping me figure out how to use the controls and things that I didn't understand when I had played it many years before. And overall, it ended up being very entertaining. And I was like, wow, this is actually fun. I think this is definitely a game that I would like to continue. So at that time, people were like, yes, please do. But then what happened? Well... We went to November, December, some of the busiest gaming months of the year. I was in the middle of so many new releases at the time that I just didn't really get around to playing the game. In fact, I had ongoing playthroughs going on until just as, as recently as a week ago with Lost Judgment. And those lasted like four months, right? <laughs> so finally, we're in a new year. I have some free time. There aren't many or any new releases. In fact, the next new release coming out is in a full week. It's uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, Okay. So, that being said, um, I said, hey, we got some time now. And from what people have told me, 
the game is only about six more hours. I've played it for three. Apparently, the game is quite short. It's about a nine-hour-long game. And I'm like, wow, if I play for a couple of main streams, then maybe we'll be able to actually beat the whole game because, you know, my streams are three three hours of gameplay each, usually. And uh, so I put it into the schedule, all right? And uh, I was excited. Now, it was yesterday was supposed to be the premiere stream, but as you know, extenuating circumstances forced me to cancel yesterday's early stream. Didn't do one. So we're doing it today. We're starting up today, okay? Now, just to let you guys know, I absolutely positively am going to need your help. There's no way I'm going to remember how to play this game. I played it over two months ago for the Halloween Marathon, and I remember that the controls are very clunky uh, and leave a lot to be desired. So I know that it's not going to be easy to just jump in and, and play it at any kind of a feasible level. So I'm absolutely going to need your help and buy-in today to figure out how the heck to play this thing, okay? And I hope that you'll be patient with me. I'm likely going to fail and die a bunch. But uh, it's, it's definitely a weird and creepy game. You're supposed to be realistic. Like, you're supposed to be uh, like a cop or something, right? Fighting criminals and, dr and druggies. Yet, it's weird because the game has zombies. And people are telling me, oh, no, those are supposed to be druggies. I'm like, no, they're definitely zombies. Look at them. They're, like, dead. I don't know. The game is weird in that way. But it's still kind of fun. And I'm looking forward to see what else we've got today in the game. Okay? Now, that's today's main gameplay stream. Hope you guys are excited for that. For tonight's late stream at 6.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we're doing something very different. We're doing a Game Pass night. Now, I haven't actually done anything like this <clears throat> since I got... My Xbox Series X, way back when, in the late summer of 2021. What we did is last week, we took a night to go through everything available in the Game Pass Ultimate uh, area of the console. We marked off like 16 games that I would potentially check out in the future for, for playthroughs, okay? Well, tonight, we're going to be playing two of those games, okay? <clears throat> Now, how are we determining which two of those games we're playing tonight? You, you guys, have actually been voting on these games for the last day and a half. And what I'd like to do is give you an update this morning on the status of the polls. Some of this voting is incredibly close, okay? So here we go. Here's the games that currently, in each poll, because there's four separate polls, each poll has four games in them. Here's the games that are currently leading the voting. Let me hit refresh here to make sure I have the latest results. Okay. Poll number one. The game that's leading is Sniper Elite 4. Poll number two. The game that is leading is Dead Cells. Poll number three. The game that is leading is I Am Fish. And in poll number four, the game that is leading is Serious Sam 4. Now, each poll has a different amount of people who voted. I don't understand that. You would have thought that like, oh, I'm going to vote on some games. There's four polls. Let me vote on all four. Click, 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 click. But instead, it looks more like, oh, let me vote on some games. Well, this poll has a game I really like. Click. This poll has a game I really like. Click. I'll ignore the other two. Because just to give you some perspective, one of the polls only has 981 votes. Two of the polls have 1,100 votes. And one of the polls has 1,300 votes. And it's not even in, like, the order I posted. Because you would think... Oh, the one that's at the top has the most votes. And then the next one would have the next most votes. That's not even the case. Like, they're not even in order. And I'm like, I don't I don't understand how this came out like this. So anyway, if you didn't vote yet, here's how you can vote. Go to the main channel page of DSP Gaming on YouTube. There's a community tab you click on. 
now all four polls will be right in front of you and you can vote. Please do and please vote on all four. What's going to happen is, as I'm setting up for tonight's late stream, <clears throat> I'm going to look to see what you guys voted for, okay? And based on your actual votes, okay, that's going to determine the two games we play. Now, you might say, well, Phil, there's four polls. That means there's four winners. How will you determine the, the two that are going to be played tonight? Well, I'm going to look at total votes. If a poll had 1,300 votes and 50% of the people voted for one game, that means 650 people voted for that game. You see? So I can do the math to actually figure out the exact amount of votes that were voted per game. And so, once that's determined, we'll be able to figure out the top two. By the way, it's really close as of right before this stream started. I did the math, and it was like one game had like 545 votes. The next game had like 558, and then the next had like 567. I'm not kidding. It was that close. So at any moment here, some more people could go and vote and flip all the polls. So, But anyway, those are the four leading. I'd be happy to play any of those four games. They all sound good to me. I hope that you will vote if you have not <clears throat> over the course of this stream. And... Uh, I'm excited for tonight. It's going to be pretty interesting to play uh, two games for about an hour each. Variety of stuff. Okay? Awesome. Now, tomorrow we go back to regularly scheduled ongoing playthroughs. Tomorrow will be the next stream of Skyrim Anniversary Edition, which I've really, really, really been enjoying. It's basically the biggest chill stream I'm doing right now, even though the game isn't necessarily that chill, when you could die at a moment's notice and enemies have been whooping my butt. But I'm really enjoying the build I'm doing with Conjuration and some various things that I have not done previously in other playthroughs. Plus, this is the Anniversary Edition that has all this added content. So I'm having a good time with it. With the nice open-world chill vibe and the interactions I'm having with you during that playthrough have been really special. And I can't wait for more tomorrow. Tomorrow night will be my weekly late-night session of Throwback Street Fighter Fun where I play the oldies. Um, likely this week, we'll probably go back to PlayStation because last week we did Xbox, what I'm almost thinking is it makes sense to kind of alternate between the two. Like maybe one week do PlayStation, one week do Xbox, one week do PlayStation, one week do Xbox, you see? Um, so that's probably what we'll do. And uh, then on Saturday, it'll be the continuation of Resident Evil 4, which we are approaching the end. From what people are telling me who are really familiar with the game, probably two more streams. Probably one more stream will get us right near the end and then one more stream to finish it. So we'll see, but maybe if I do really well, I'll beat it on Saturday. I guess we'll find out. Um, and then Saturday night will be more Halo Infinite multiplayer. Played it last night and did shockingly well. And what I mean by that is what's happened is the last couple of streams, I've been trying my hardest in the ranked matches. If you remember, there's a ranked uh, matches. You have to do 10 matches that are placement matches. Then they actually put you into the ranked rankings and you play through. And every match you win or lose depends on if you go up or down in the rankings. So I've been playing my absolute hardest and getting as good as I can to be, you know, good enough to be hanging in these ranked matches. So then last night I was like, oh, I'll just go back to more casual matches. So I did, and I, like, completely dominated everyone. Like, every free-for-all match I played, I was, like, number one by a large margin. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> it was. Um, but it was a good time, and I hope that you guys will join me for that Saturday. Now, Sunday is my last streaming day of the week, and it is completely up in the air. And what I mean by that is I have left it wide open on purpose so that we can do whatever we feel. Maybe we'd like to do a second session of Skyrim so that way I get two sessions of Skyrim in this week. Maybe people will like Condemned Criminal Origins so much today that you would like to see another major stream of it relatively soon, and we'll do that on Sunday instead. I've also... Uh, wow, excuse me. I've also... It's disgusting. I've also left open... 
Sunday night. Reason being, what if we play these games, these Game Pass games tonight? And what if I play one and I really, really like it? Oh man, I want to play it again right away. Then we can maybe do that Sunday night. Uh, we'll see. Let's see how it goes today. Today is actually a really interesting determining day. How does Condemned go? How do the Game Pass games go? This could determine what I end up doing on Sunday all day long. Okay, so good stuff. And I hope that you will join me all weekend long for, for streaming fun. Uh, I will now be here consistently all weekend. I know yesterday was a weird day. Okay, uh, a couple odds and ends. Number one, thank you all for your support ever since the new year started. I have noticed a distinct increase in engagement here on DSP Gaming. And what I mean by that is if you're here right now watching this stream and you're having a good time and you're enjoying what I'm doing, please give it a like, okay? If you're watching this on demand and you're liking it, please give it a like. If you're also watching it on demand, you can leave a comment on the video. When you do this, it adds to the channel engagement rankings for DSP Gaming on YouTube and it makes this channel more visible to more people, you see? So if someone's searching and saying, oh, I want to watch someone playing uh, Condemned Criminal Origins today... I'll actually show up in search rankings because a lot of people are on here liking the content, you see? Um, for many years, this was not the case. For many years, my channel was kind of lost in the shuffle of YouTube because of negative reasons that I'm not going to just reiterate on the stream. There's no point. But things are better now. Things are actually getting better. The channel is starting to get back to prominence. So engagement is a huge thing we can do about that, okay? Another thing is I am trying to reach 200,000 subscribers by my birthday, which is the first week of April. Now, we have seen a little bit of progress this year, but not a lot. Reason being, let's be honest, there's been zero new releases. All I'm doing is doing ongoing kind of legacy playthroughs, like Resident Evil 4, Skyrim, they're older games. I'm enjoying playing them again, but those aren't the kind of games that are going to bring people to the channel to subscribe. You see what I'm saying? These are older games. This is, you know, hardcore longtime fans of mine want to watch me play them, but newcomers aren't going to come to the channel to just watch me play that stuff, especially because I've already played these games, right? So, what I'm expecting <clears throat> is the following. Come November, uh, wow, come November. Oh, brother. My coffee, I had coffee this morning. I hope it's going to kick in soon. Talking about November. It's January. Okay, let's try this again. Come February, this is going to be one of the craziest, most busy, hardcore gaming release months you've ever seen. Just off the top of my head, we got games such as Sifu, Dying Light 2, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, King of Fighters 15, and Elden Ring. And that's just off the top of my head. I actually know that there's more than just those five games coming out in February. But even if there weren't, just those five games are going to bring people out to YouTube and other places to see people playing these new games, right? There's going to be people who maybe have not been around for a while and they're going to come back to the channel because they're going to want to see me play these new releases. There's going to be people undoubtedly coming in and subscribing to this channel to be able to comment here on the streams, right? And be notified when I'm posting up new videos of the new games. So we're going to have an influx of attention on DSP Gaming over the month of February, okay? And I expect... That as long as I continue to put out entertaining content and I stick to my very dedicated streaming schedule, that hopefully we'll see a big boost in viewership and hopefully subscribers in the month of February. All right? It's just a natural thing that happens. The more new games there are, the more attention there is for someone who's a dedicated content creator. Okay? So we'll see. We'll see how things go. Um, but I'm hoping, hoping that we can actually hit this milestone for the first week of 
April, what I would do is a special celebratory event. Not only would I be celebrating my birthday, but also the 200,000 subscriber milestone, okay? So, if you're someone who watches all the content and you've held off on subscribing, please consider it. Really, the only difference is you get notifications for when I post up new content, which is, what, two streams a day and a few videos a day. It's not a huge deal. By the way, if that's too much, there are abilities on YouTube to turn off notifications for particular content creators. So, you could subscribe to the channel and then not have to get a bunch of notifications every time I post up videos as well. All right? So, let's see if we can hit this milestone. It would be tremendously positive. If we could, it would be a great sign of growth, right? Um, I really feel... That if YouTube would institute some of the, the positive changes they've promised for this year, such as better moderation options, uh, gifted memberships, and the like, that a lot of these things could dramatically improve the streaming experience. But right now, they haven't implemented any of them. They said they're coming in 2022. Well, we're two weeks into 2022, and there's been absolutely nothing. Not a peep out of YouTube. What a shocking surprise, right? So, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping for the best, but... Please consider subscribing if you're not. Another thing you can do, take a look. We're less than 25 members away from the member goal for January. If you're not aware, the member goal is we'll do a fun marathon event where we play a wide variety of Game Pass games. You know, there were 16 that were picked out. We could play a good five of them or more in a marathon-style event and see if any of them are good. Also, if we do do, that, do, do the marathon event, do-do. If we do-do the marathon event, as in crap all over it, off, <laughs> then I will be doing a special episode of Feasting with the King, the first one of the new year, where we'll pick some kind of a cuisine for me to try out. I'll order the food, and I really hope it'll go better than the Filipino food episode, because that was really, really disappointing, and I kind of want to do another one that's way better than that, because that one really sucked. But anyway, um, <clears throat> please consider becoming a channel member. So many benefits, including highlighted name and stream chat, get a chat crown badge to show how long you've been a supporter, get access to all of my emotes, Right When we hit 350, another emote slot will open up. I'll be able to, uh, to add another emote to the mix. Um, don't have to abide by the slow-mo rules of the chat. Priority uh, access to special events. For example, my bi-monthly Q&A show, Ask the King. You have a dramatically increased chance to get your question answered on the show if you're a member. And possibility of future events such as members-only streams when it comes to multiplayer and the like. Okay, So many options. Uh, excuse me. Many options, many positive things coming up. Many benefits. Please consider becoming a member. The sooner we hit it, the better, because then we can just kind of rest easy for the rest of the month, right? Awesome. Okay, Um. last but certainly not least, guys, if you like the content and you want to crowdfund to support it, that's the way I make a living, is crowdfunding, all right? There's many ways you can support the channel, including the membership, but also you can do a super chat or a super sticker, or you could tip me. Tips are very important because tips I get the biggest percentage of of any contribution and I get them right away. So because of that, I do special rewards in conjunction with tips. If I raise $50 in tips today, I'll put on my Gunner glasses. If I raise $100 in tips, I'll, I'll, you get to pick a hat for me to wear today. And <clears throat> if we do the full tips goal of $150, bucks, I get to I wear a vest and you guys pick what vest I wear. Now, it's kind of important today. Today's my bounce back day. All right, when I return from break on Tuesday contributions were actually pretty low compared to a normal day. I think it was because my day off was a different day and people weren't expecting me to be coming back like that on a Tuesday the way I did. And then yesterday, I only did one stream because I was not able to be here for the first half, okay? So today, I'm coming back full force. It would be great if you guys like the content, if you could support it so I could kind of come back strong here and kind of make up for the last two days, all right? All right. Now, uh, excuse me. 
very quick, just a couple quick things to talk about today. First of all, as a follow-up to my story yesterday about how the state of Washington is all in disarray here because of various things going on, uh, last night on the free stream podcast, yes, last night because I didn't do a podcast in the morning because I wasn't here, um, I talked a little bit of it, a little bit of it. Let's try that again. I talked a little bit about how the trash collection has been completely screwed up here, okay? We were supposed to have trash picked up the week after Christmas. We were told, oh, they can't come to pick it up because there's two inches of snow on the ground. I'm serious. Two inches of snow on the ground. They were unable to drive their ginormous dump trucks down the street and pick up everyone's trash for two inches of snow. So, everyone had to hoard their trash for two weeks and was told when the next pickup happens in two weeks' time, because yes, they only come every two weeks to pick up trash here for some godforsaken reason, we will come and pick up a double load of your trash. Okay? So, sorry for the inconvenience, but save your trash, and in two weeks we're coming to get it. So, today is trash day. Guess what? They're not coming. Because there's a labor dispute. Not even here. There's a labor dispute in San Diego, California. But because all the trash collectors on this side of the country are in a union, they have decided they will not work. And they all walked out on the job. So because of a group of people who are being mistreated in California, we here in Washington State have now had over a month of trash built up in our garages and we cannot have it picked up. Figure that one out. Like we could do anything about it. I support the ability of people to stand up for their rights and try to get better treatment at work and better pay. But why the fuck does that mean that I have to not get my trash picked up when I don't live in the state where it's happening? Anyway. So now we've been instructed, get this, leave your stinky ass month old trash outside on the curb and just leave it there. Just leave it there. And eventually, once all this stuff is disputed, someone will come and pick it up, but don't put it into your garages because we don't know when this will happen, so you don't want to miss the pickup. That's actually what we've been told this morning. So now, everyone in this area of the state has all of their stinky fucking trash out on the streets permanently until the labor dispute is fixed, and then they're going to come pick it up, but we don't know when. Now, call me crazy, okay? Just call me crazy, but... Isn't there some kind of a possible risk or problem with leaving a bunch of stinky-ass fucking trash outside exposed? Like bugs or critters, rodents. Uh, Isn't there potential that possibly you might actually have some problems if you leave that shit outside for too long? Like, I'm just like... (laughs) Like, huh? Animals, you know, raccoons coming to go inside your trash. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm very confused. I'm very, very confused. Right? I'm just... But anyway, that's what we're going through here. It certainly has nothing to do with the streams, but you guys have been along with me for this saga. Over two weeks ago, I told you about how they canceled the trash pickup for Christmas time, and now they canceled it again. It's like... But now the question is, what's going to happen? Because I live in a a private community, and we have a condo association. 
and they might say after a few days, well, this is bad because now we might have rodents and shit coming. What do we do? I'm not bringing my stinky ass fucking trash back into the garage after it's been out there for days. Fuck that. So I don't even know what's going to happen. I really don't. I don't know what the hell is going to happen. Um. Anyway, gaming news wise, there's not much going on right now. Um, the one major story is that today it's absolutely official. Halo 3 on the Xbox 360, the original game, no longer functions. You can play the single player campaign and that's it. The online functionality and the servers have finally been shut down permanently. So anyone, even like myself, who was a huge fan of Halo back in 2007 when it was released, uh, Halo 3 will not play anymore on Xbox 360. Now, it doesn't mean the game's dead. They long ago migrated most of their services over from the Xbox 360 servers to modern servers for the Master Chief Collection on the Xbox One. And, of course, that functions on the Xbox Series S and X. So, Halo 3 is not dead. You could still play Halo 3. You just need a more modernized console and a more modernized version of the game. Okay? Um, but I guess some people are a little sad to see the original version go. I personally don't know anyone who would be playing the original version after 14 years when more modernized versions are available with better graphics anyway. I don't know. Uh, but that's, that's the news. Of course, there was the story from yesterday where PlayStation has announced they are going to up production of the PlayStation 4. Why? Because they can't make enough PS5s. They want to make more PS5s, but because of all this industry shortage of parts because of COVID, they're going to start making more PS4s again. I guess they realize the demand is outpacing the supply out there because people want consoles, and there's not enough of the new ones that, that, that they can make the new ones, so they're making the old one. What's funny about that is... <clears throat> People did a little bit of research and actually found this out. This is actually new news from this morning. Xbox and Microsoft very quietly and not publicly phased out production of the Xbox One in 2020. They stopped making it entirely. They haven't made Xbox Ones since late 2020. They focused solely on Xbox Series S and X. So any Xboxes you see out there, Xbox Ones in the wild, those have been there for years and they're not new. There's no such thing as a new Xbox One anymore. Those are just what's been out there since 2020. Um, but the thing is, Microsoft diversified the consoles they were making to have the low end and the high end. So yeah, you can't get a Series X very easily, but you can pretty much, if you at least try, you could get a Series S. A lot of places are actually reporting that the stores are full of Series S's, that there's so many of them, you can just go to the store and buy one right now if you want. I don't know about that out here. I doubt it. I haven't looked myself, but it's kind of interesting that... Microsoft inadvertently did the right thing. I don't think they really knew that what they were doing was the right thing at the time, but they did, and now people can buy Xboxes but can't buy PlayStation 5s. Go figure. The only other piece of gaming news today isn't really news. It's the Hitman Trilogy, uh, which is the trilogy of the newest Hitman games uh, from the last, you know, five-plus years, is going to be available on Game Pass. Okay. Some people, for some reason, think this is, like, big news. I don't know why, but okay. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, here's the deal. I'm going to do some shout-outs for your contributions, and then I'm going to open up the stream to Q&A. And what I mean by that is, unlike me just blabbing all morning, what I usually do for pre-stream, today I'd like to make this a more interactive pre-stream. I'd actually like to answer your questions directly. So give me a second here to do some shout-outs, and then we're going to get right to questions from you guys, okay? <clears throat> so... On the YouTube side of things, 
I already shouted out Kevin from earlier. He did another super chat saying he's trying this carnivore diet, but the only problem is he has bad diarrhea from it. Yeah, it's called it's called shocking your system. When you go from one way of living, whether it's a diet, whether it's exercise, whether it's this or that, and you change that dramatically, your body gets shocked and now it reacts badly. So if you're someone who eats a different kind of diet and all of a sudden I've decided I'm just going to eat meat, carnivore diet, you're probably going to get the wicked shits for a few days, if not a few weeks. That's not good because now you're going to massively dehydrate and now you have to constantly be drinking to replenish the liquids in your body because you're shooting Hershey squirts out your ass constantly. Um, And this is why when I hear things about the keto diet or the fucking what's Atkins diet and this and that, I'm like, how does that work? Your body isn't built to be eating just one type of intake constantly. You know, In in fact, most nutritionists say a well-balanced diet is the way to go. So when you're forcing your body to just eat one thing, that's great, but man, can you imagine the gas? Like seriously, you're probably gonna have bloating and monstrous amounts of ripping farts constant. I mean, you're gonna have to wear clothespin on your fucking nose. Everyone around you is gonna have to be fucking like, dude, don't go within twenty foot radius of this guy because he's like a walking methane cloud. I I don't understand how these diets work, but I'm also not a, some master nutritionist dietitian. So I wish you the best with your uh your 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 diet changes there, Kevin. I just hope you have a lot of underwear to change into. Aqua Deer did a super chat. He says, yesterday's Halo stream was super salty. You're right. As I'm playing more Halo Infinite, what I'm starting to realize is the connections are not as good as the company says. The company actually lists the ping up here in the corner. And it's hilarious when you're playing a match that claims it's 30 milliseconds, but you're shooting at a guy and you're directly shooting in his face and none of your bullets are registering. Or he's right in front of you. You do a melee attack and you pass through his body. Like, what are you talking about? then it's not 30 milliseconds. That means that your fucking connection is terrible. So why are you saying it's better than it is? You're lying. And it's actually, I didn't notice this until I'd say the last couple of weeks when I've actually started playing at a higher level trying to do these ranked matches where it gets really frustrating. You'll be at the end of the match, we're ready to win. Then all of a sudden for the last you know two minutes of the match, you can't even shoot someone. And you get so pissed and you want to rip out and fucking... Ah! Oh! Oh, I'm stretching. You just want to, you just want to, you know, punch the walls. Because you really want to do well, and you can't do well because the game is running like shit, right? And, yeah, it makes me get salty. It makes me, it makes me have rage. I'm sorry. Kevin Bernstein did another super chat, and he says, Happy birthday, DSP. May you have good health and great success. Thank you. It's, it's three months early, but I appreciate that, Kevin. Thank you for the super chat. Um, oh, God. Woo! Excuse me. Zoya... Did a super chat saying, where do you see yourself in 10 years, goals, and fears? Um, in 10 years' time, what I would like to say is in 10 years, here's what I would like to do. And this is truthful as of now, and this could change overnight, because how many times over the years has this changed because of some crazy shit that happens to me, right? I would like DSP Gaming to at least get some prominence back. And what I mean is I don't expect this channel to have giant growth, but I would hope that through dedication and hard work, over the next 5 to 10 years, I can make DSP Gaming a place to come to chill and enjoy games again. It's not a toxic cesspool where idiots come to shit and unload their butts on it on the channel. But instead, it's a place where you can come and hang out with a group of people that you like. You, you hang out with me. We have a good time. right? We're enjoying all the latest games and the like. Now, eventually, what I would like to do is branch out from just being a gamer and do some other things. Maybe I could have a, sh- a channel that's just talk. All we do on the channel is talk. It could be about so many various different topics, things going on in the world, 
yes, politics, religion, news, other things like that. But having a talk channel, I feel, would be beneficial, especially because I know for a fact there's groups of people who like to just hang out on my podcast and the like. And that would help diversify what I'm doing. I could still have my gaming channel over here separated from that, but then we could have another talk channel where you could do a good variety of stuff. All right, but I would definitely want to separate the two because you don't want to have politics and religion and other shit in with gaming. A lot of people come to DSP Gaming to chill and relax. They want to unplug from the drama of the world. They don't want to talk about the drama, you see? So I would like to do that maybe eventually. Um, that's something down the line. Right now, gaming content is so prominent. There's absolutely no time or even reason for me to even venture into doing that. But what I foresee is that as I get older, all right, I'm not going to be able to do gaming as often or as prolifically as I do now. I'm going to get less hand-eye coordination. I'm going to lose my reflexes, my eyeballs. I'm going to lose my eyesight. Um, you know, my everything is going to get... I'm going to get older. This is what happens as you get older. You can't be a spry young guy ready to jump into every new release anymore. Now, I think that I'll get wiser as I get older and I'll be able to judge games maybe even more interestingly and fairly because I'll have all that experience under my belt. But at the very same time, who the fuck wants to just tune into a guy playing video games full-time when he's 50 years old? And I'm not stupid. I know that. So what I'd like to do is try to diversify the content so maybe we could split the time. Maybe half the day is gaming and half the day is other content, right? I think that would be a fair assessment of what, where we could go. Um, but again, here's the thing. Who knows what's going to happen? You guys have seen... Literally on a regular basis now, right? Seriously. On a regular basis, things just go crazy. Who would have thought that I would have got kicked out of the Twitch Partner Program last year for shit that I did 10 years prior, right? Actually, more than 10 years prior. I don't think anyone would have predicted that. These companies have knee-jerk reactions to dumbass shit and have management changes within the companies where they make these big sweeping decisions that affect everyone negatively and no one even knows they're happening because they're not transparent. So at a moment's notice, something could change, and what are you going to do? But what I can tell you is this. I know for a fact that you guys have been around for so long. You've been on this crazy wild ride with me, and you support me no matter what, through thick and thin, highs and lows, whether I'm on Twitch, YouTube, Blip TV, Venmo, Daily Motion, wherever I am, you guys follow in droves, and you support me, and I really, really appreciate that. So I'm not worried about, oh no, Phil will get kicked off of this one, have to go to this one or that. I know you guys are going to be around anyway. You're not going anywhere. And I appreciate that following. I really do. Um, at this point, I really wish that I could stay right here on DSP Gaming and make this work. Just being honest, like I don't really feel like I want to move around and fuck around with other new things. At the very same time, one of the things you have to do in this industry is keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on. You don't know what the next hot thing's going to be, and it might be right around the corner, so i got to pay attention. Yeah, today I'm working on DSP Gaming, but in five years, maybe something new comes along, and now's the opportunity to try to strike when the iron is hot, as they say. So, we'll see what happens, but that's at least my goals for now, okay? Okay, now on the tip side of things, Lysifer Souls, the first tipper of today, who tipped $4.20, said, your opinion on homelessness? Now listen to this, this is ridiculous. Should we support drug and crime habits or get rid of them or at least use them as indentured slaves? Uh, Lies for Soul, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> First of all, what you're saying is a qualifying question. What is it? What this is called is it's not a true question. 
It's a qualifying question. What it means is you've said certain things in your question that make factual assumptions that aren't necessarily factually true. You're asking me a question on the basis of believing that every single person who is homeless on planet Earth is, has a drug or crime habit, which is wrong. <laughs> it's completely wrong. And on top of that, now you're talking about making people indentured slaves. So how about this, Lysifer Soul? Thank you for the tip. Shut the fuck up. What the fuck are you talking about? What an asshole. Then he gives me another $4.20. Would you do Would you do nose beers with Biden? So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to ignore everything he's saying that's stupid. I'm just going to say thanks for the tip and just move on because this is a waste of my time. I'm glad I'm opening up the chat to open questions in a minute because this is really stupid. Chicken Man tipped me $1.50. He says... That is a lie. A true nutrition never tells you to eat a balanced diet. I have a diet nutrition. A diet nutrition. And they have me on no sugar, very, very low carb, and not oats and grains, no bread, all lean meat and veggies diet. For at last seven months, lost tons of weight. Let's read this again. A no sugar, very, very low carb, not oats, and grains, no bread, all lean meat and veggies diet. Thank you for the tip, Chicken Man. Okay, so now I would like to open up the chat to some open questions. Of course, keep in mind, if you do contribute, I'm going to give you a shout out for your contributions. But if anyone has, <clears throat> if anyone has any questions. Oh, wait, Kevin actually had done another super chat and says, what, what what plan for channel in the next 13 years? I already answered that, so I don't have to answer that again. Thank you for the super chat, Kevin. Okay. Hopefully, Kevin. Kevin. Is anyone out there named Kevin? Someone who didn't know how to spell Kevin and they named their child Kevin. And then they have to live with that for the rest of their lives. Okay. So let's see what people have to ask. Zoya asked, what build is Cat doing in Skyrim? To my knowledge, she's a dark elf. Uh, destruction Magician, although she's using Restoration Magic too, but I'm not 100%. I know she's also using Physical Weapons because there's some cases where there's enemies that are so magic resistant you just can't do that build. Um, but quite frankly, I haven't seen her play in a while, and I don't think she's been able to play in a few days, so I don't really know right now. Inmate Elvis says, do I have a choice of drugs? Oh yes, let me tell you. I have this unique cocktail of drugs that I take every day, and it just makes me feel so good. What are you talking about? Actually, if you want to know the truth, I'm very anti-drug, even over-the-counter drugs. Like, I personally would prefer not to take anything unless I absolutely positively need it. Because if you keep drugs out of your body completely until you need them, then when you take them, they'll actually be very effective. And I'll give you an example. There's some people where every single time they get a cold or they get a sniffle, they run to the pharmacy and they grab the cough medicine, they grab aspirin or Tylenol, they grab lozenges with medication in them, and they, they just over-medicate themselves. They do. They just completely over-medicate themselves to the point where now they've got this shit in their body so much, it doesn't do anything anymore, right? If you're someone who constantly is taking medication whenever you don't feel good, the medication doesn't work as effectively anymore. You basically build up an immunity in your body where your body doesn't get the positive response it needs out of those medications. So if you try to t suffer through a cold or whatever, but then when you really need it, like let's say 
You just got a little cold. All right, fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll tough through it. Man, I got a little bit of a sore throat. All right, I'll have a cup of tea or whatever. But I'm not going to sit here with medicated lozenges and all kinds of shit. Now, when you get a bad cold, oh, man, I feel really sick and I just want to breathe. Now, when you pop that decongestant, since you don't take decongestants constantly, it actually works. You see? But in America, at least, I can tell you, we do have this crazy culture of just over-medication. Oh, I'm sick. I go to the, the drugstore and I bought 10 kinds of fucking pills and shit. And just popping them all. So, <clears throat> that's the deal is, I try not to do any of that stuff. Unless I absolutely need it. And that way, when I use it, it's highly effective. You see? That's my mentality anyway. Oh, let's see here. Squirrel did a super chat. His favorite woodland creature. Squirrel. Chicken Man did a super chat. He says, by the way, Doc said keto diet is very health for people. I'm glad that, that things are very health for people. I appreciate that, that Docs. That Docs are sharing that about the keto diet, that it's very health. <laughs> All right, let's continue. Uh. Oh, Yeah. Bradburn says, someone on Reddit recommended me and said I'm very chill, so he's coming to the stream for today. Well, welcome to the stream, Bradburn. I hope that you enjoy yourself. This is the pre-stream podcast where we just chat it up for a while, and then I get to games, and we play each game for about three hours every main stream, and today we're going to be doing Condemned Criminal Origins, although admittedly, I haven't played this since Halloween, and I don't really remember how to play it, so I'm probably going to suck ass at it, but I guess we'll see how it goes. Okay? All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. Yes, caffeine is a drug eternal. Of course it is. Caffeine is absolutely positively a drug. And just like any drug, if you're going to take it, you should manage it. It should not be unlimited intake of, of, of this stuff. There's some people... I'm not even kidding you. Like, I knew in, in college, I had a professor. He was the marketing professor. Okay? And he would talk about how effective marketing is. And he would be like, yeah, so every day I drink like 12 Diet Cokes. Because the marketing's so good, now I'm addicted to it, and I just love them. And everyone looked at the guy like, you drink 12 Diet Cokes in one day? 12. First of all, just the sheer amount of artificial sweetener is probably causing him to have terrible shits. I can't imagine someone drinking 12 Diet Cokes with all the artificial sweetener and not constantly be crapping his pants. And on top of that, do you have any concept of how much ca caffeine would be in 12 Diet Cokes? Like, how would he ever even, like, relax? Right? <laughs> it's just nuts. Uh, holy crap. When you take this stuff, you gotta be careful. Like, for me, if I wake up, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have one, one co coffee. Okay, I have one coffee. Then I do my entire first stream on one coffee. Maybe after dinner, I'm feeling a little bit sluggish because dinner, sometimes when I eat it, I feel a little bit tired after I eat a, a bigger meal. I have one more coffee. So two coffees a day. I actually did do some research about this, and they said that you can have up to four coffees a day, and it's actually good for you. But once you go over that, it's way too much. Like, the body just cannot take that much in one day. So at most, I usually will have, like, two caffeinated drinks a day, if I even do. But you have to be careful. You can't go crazy. Some people, they wake up, they have a coffee. Then they have an energy drink. They go to work, they have a coffee. 
They're not lunch. They have a coffee or an energy drink. They come home. They have a coffee. Oh, I'm, I just finished eating dinner. I have a coffee. It's like, dude, your, your body will never get to a regulated norm. You know what I'm saying? Like, your body will never be able to make you feel tired. That's not good. Your body's supposed to get tired so you know when to rest. If you never feel tired, there's a problem. Or on the flip side of that, if you have to constantly be intaking caffeine just so you don't feel tired, that's also a major problem. It means you fucked your body up. Okay. Grandmaster Freemason says, do you realize most people have to leave their house every day? Yes. Yes, I realize that. Okay. Paul Cross says, in April I should change my moniker to the 40-year-old YouTuber. <laughs> okay then. Hello, Ollie Corny. I am good. Thank you for asking. I'm ready for a full fun day of streaming with all of you today. Hello, Rogue. No, good to see you here today. How you doing? Welcome back. Grandmaster Freemason says, so they need more coffee. I think Grandmaster Freemason is someone who drinks like 10 coffees a day. Seriously. No, but I, I, did, I did do some research. And what actual, you know, scientists, doctors are saying is that you can drink up to four coffees slash caffeinated beverages a day and you're okay. Essentially, that's fine for your normal metabolism. But once you drink more than that, it's actually gotten to the point of a mass excess. But what they actually say is, if, you're, if it's just real coffee, what they actually say is, coffee gives you other benefits. Coffee uh, can actually help with, with certain health things. You know, one of the things that I have as an ongoing issue is I have high levels of uric acid in my body. It's called gout. It's a, it's an, a, a blood disease that I have. <clears throat> it's hereditary, but it's also caused by various lifestyle changes and the like. And the good thing is I have adjusted my lifestyle to not have many or any negative issues with this but if i have a couple cups of coffee a day it actually helps with that as opposed to if i didn't drink the coffee and i was drinking like energy drinks like i would still get the energy boost but i wouldn't get some of the the health benefits of lowering the acid levels in my body you see <clears throat> happy thursday to you guts how you doing battle ducks is coffee with benefits interesting yeah coffee can be very good for your body if you drink it the right way. And when I say have a cup of coffee, I don't mean a cup of coffee with half a gallon of creamer, 10 spoons of sugar. That's terrible for you. When I drink coffee, I drink it black. I just go, well, black coffee, and I go, whoop, done. I don't drink coffee for the flavor. I drink it for the positive benefits, you see? But that's the problem. With everything, there has to be moderation. With everything, there has to be reason. Oh, I'm going to have a cup of tea because I heard it's good for you. But here we go. Boop, 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 boop. Milk, milk, milk. Creamer, creamer, creamer. Fat, fat, fat. Calories, sugar, calories. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Now, what are you doing? You're killing yourself. <clears throat> Zoya says, what are you and Kat planning to do for fun and relaxation when you have the ability to have more than one day off a week? I don't know because what my, my mentality is thus, and maybe for some people this is a crazy mentality, but this has always been kind of my mentality in life. Why... Why punish yourself or why almost even torture yourself with the expectation of something without the possibility of it happening? So I'll give you an example. Right now, you just said, well, if eventually you could take an extra day off a week, 
where you don't have to stream and you have extra time to spend with your wife, what would you do? Right? Well, off the top of my head, we'd probably spend more time in the house doing stuff like cleaning the house or, or maybe renovating the house, doing projects around the house. Our garage, we've wanted to clean out the garage for three years and haven't been able to do it. We don't have time. Okay? But as for other things, like, sure, would we like to plan? Oh, man, maybe we'd like to go to the zoo or we'd like to have a day trip here or do that. Why do that when you don't have the time for it? Because what that happens, that creates an unreasonable desire or expectation that's not going to get fulfilled. And all that's going to do is make you sad that you can't do it. So for me, I'm a realist. And I'm like, well, if there's a possibility of something good coming, then I'll think about it. But if there's no possibility, then why even bother? Because all you're going to do is make yourself feel disappointed and sad that you can't do it. So I don't. I just say, okay, <clears throat> I'm happy with the time I have with my wife. We make the best out of it. Maybe somewhere down the line, things get better financially and I can take an extra day off a week, which I would love. That ain't coming right now. So I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that sounds a little sad or depressing, but it's just reality is that in life, not everything's great sometimes. And last year I was on track to be in a better position. And then the Twitch thing happened and I'm back to square one. And there's nothing that can be done about that, you know? So why freak out about it? Oh, let's see here. So Kevin did a, su a super chat. He says, gout is the disease of the king, DSP royalty. Okay. Chicken Man did a super chat. He says, I buy flavored coffee, so I don't need sugar or creamer. Well, same thing with flavored coffee, just so you know. Depends on how it's flavored. Some flavored coffee can just use natural flavorings, in which case, it's fine. But some flavored coffee load their coffee with creamer and sugar and stuff. You got to be careful. You have to be, because you may not even realize that you're drinking it, but you are. Okay? So be careful with that. <clears throat> Shadow fan, I didn't have a day off yesterday. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't have a day off. That's not what happened. Volpix says, coffee, a hot chocolate, half a teaspoon of sugar and milk, good enough for me. So if you just have the coffee and you remove the hot chocolate, the teaspoon of sugar, and the milk, you're good. <laughs> remove all the sweeteners and you're fine. Chicken Man says, I buy flavored organic coffee, like 20 bucks a bag. Oh, so you're brewing your own coffee. That's different. Yeah, that's fine. If you're brewing your own coffee and it has natural flavorings in it and you're brewing it black, that's the way that's the way to go. What's up, Jade? Good to see you here today. We're doing all right. You know, we're doing what we're doing as as well as we can for the new year, right? Like I said, new year brings all kinds of changes and new things and trying to adapt now to a new schedule and everything and you know like i told you guys there's stuff behind the scenes going on that it really has nothing to do with the streams and but there's stuff happening and in general we're doing okay thank you for asking that's correct battle duck my private jet did get delayed because of two inches of snow so i missed the day stream yesterday that's actually what happened uh nathan smith just did a very generous 20 pound super chat and says the following Phil, I hope you're doing well. I would like to know how you deal with back pain. I have scoliosis on my back. I get really painful. I wonder how you deal with it. Depends. Um, really depends because my back pain, I think, is going to be different than yours. Mine was nerve pain. And with nerve pain, there were various things that I could do that allowed me to relieve that pain. For example, there were back exercises that I did. And those back exercises actually built up uh, my core muscles which allowed then those muscles to take on more of the weight load of, of daily, ex, of daily uh, activity. 
rather than putting it on the spine and put it on these muscles that I built up. I had a back stretcher. This stretcher would actually hook onto my feet and under my shoulders or like under my armpits and stretch out my body so that now all the, 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 the herniation of the discs would be relieved because there wasn't as much pressure on the, the vertebrae against the, the disc that was herniated. Um, and quite frankly, I, I put myself into a better life situation where I didn't have to do things that were stressful on my back all the time. When I lived in Connecticut, I lived in a condo where my parking spot was all the way across the other side. So anytime I went to the condo, I had to walk a long way to get home. If I went grocery shopping, I had to carry all these heavy groceries across the parking lot through the hallway to my condo. The, they constantly had ice and snow where I had to be out there shoveling and being careful that I didn't slip and fall, which I did several times when I lived there. Um, <clears throat> and in Connecticut, not everything was within an easy driving distance. You see, like, something, oh, I want, I got to do something. Oh, I got to drive a long way to get to it. Here in Washington State, literally every single thing I just described has been fixed. Everything's within a short driving distance. We don't have tons of inclement weather. I have a garage that I could drive right into. So if I'm going to, you know, go grocery shopping, I bring my stuff right into the house without a long walk. I don't put stress on my back anymore. And what's happened is over the years that I've lived here, I moved here in 2014, uh, my back got better. Does my back every once in a while hurt me? Yes. But... It's only a days when I have extreme stress or I'm carrying a bunch of heavy shit, then I'll feel it. But outside of that, most days I don't have back problems anymore, which is awesome. But the thing is about scoliosis, it's a completely different situation. I don't think it has anything to do with, like, uh, your vertebrae. So honestly, I wouldn't really know how to answer you in that regard because I don't know too much about scoliosis. And I apologize that I'm not more well-versed on it. Squirrel to the Super Chats, is any underrated Switch game you can recommend? Switch game? Not really. And the reason I say that is because I usually don't... Um, I usually don't play a lot of variety of games on the Switch. Usually anything I play on the Switch is a big mainstream game, in which case it's not like a hidden gem you wouldn't know about. So sadly, no squirrel. I don't have anything like that. The villain did a $5 super chat. It says, what happens if you drink coffee with heavy? Wait, if you drink coffee with heavy, then drink water the whole day, I will lower your blood sugar. Huh? If you would like to reiterate what you just said the villain i have absolutely no idea what you just said i'm sorry if you could rephrase ice cat 7 to me a dollar 50 and says any chance of playing metroidvania game bloodstained rotn again well if i remember correctly didn't i buy that game bloodstained i think i bought it outright so i would be able to play it again if i ever so cho chose to do so And if you didn't know, for the first time ever, and I mean it, the first time ever, here on my streams and in my content, I was able to play the entirety of Metroid Dread, and people actually showed up and supported the streams. This has never happened before. Every time previously I tried to play a Metroidvania game, people complained that they're too boring, too repetitive, and maybe way more fun to play than watch, and the support was bad and terrible, the viewership would go down, and it never really worked at any time. Um... It never really worked at any time until Metroid. And I don't know if it was just because this was the first major 2D Metroid game in like 15 years. And there was just so much desire to see me play it or whatever. But it worked. Now, does that mean that every Metroidvania game in the future that I try to play will work? No. But it gives me some faith that maybe they can work because now I'm an interactive streamer and things are a little different. So would I go back to Bloodstained? Yes, maybe one day, but it would have to be a game. What I would do is like if we're going to do a Metroidvania game, I would say, hey guys, which ones do you want to see? There's so many of them out there that I would definitely want to pull my viewers on which ones they're more interested in, okay? 
Okay, uh, shout out to Kevin Bernstein, who did a $2 super chat and said, what's your favorite country or company? Your favorite country or company? What? They're not even related. <laughs> That's like saying, what's your favorite type of fruit or power tool? Oh, I love Granny Smith apples and mnemonic wrenches. What the heck kind of question is that? Anyway, the villain did another super chat and rephrased his question. He says, what happens if you drink coffee and heavy cream and then you drink water? Will it lower your blood sugar? Um, theoretically, yes. <laughs> but I don't know the scientific aspect of it. Like, I don't know how much water you would have to consume to try to lower your sugar levels. And by the way, isn't it more about not the water consumption, but about the actual cleansing of the body via uh, urination, right? Because you're not going to lower blood sugar unless you, you either burn up the sugar and you use it as energy or you piss it out of the body, Right? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm not a dietitian. I can't answer these questions. Uh, uh, oh, excuse me. That's absolutely disgusting. Lucifer sold to me $4.20. It says, what would be the starting salary for a DSP assistant? I don't know. I never thought about it. In, in reality, many, 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 many years ago, when I first started as a full-time YouTuber, that first year, 2011, I still had some contact with some of the office workers who I had still been, had worked with at that helicopter company. And there were one or two people who I was still friendly with and I would chat with every once in a while. And one of them was actually like, man, I hate this company. I want to get out because it's falling apart. Since you got laid off, everything's terrible and more people are getting laid off and I got to get out of here. And when I told them what I did for a living, I'm uploading videos to YouTube full time. They were like, hey, how much money do you make? I was like, oh, you know, like three times more than what I was making at the company. And they were like, what the fuck? Really? I was like, yeah. I make a ridiculous amount of money just uploading videos to YouTube. It's stupid. Okay? And so they asked me, they were like, do you need any help with that? Or is there some way I could get in on it? I said, if you want to get in on it, it's, you know, it's tough because you got to find a niche. You got to find something people want to watch videos on. And when I explained to them my creative process and the things that I did, they were like, fuck that. I don't want to do that. But they were like, hey, can I help you with your job? Is there anything that's like tedious or bad about your job that maybe I could throw, you know, I could work an hour or two a day and you could throw me a few extra bucks? And at that time, I actually, uh, I actually thought about the possibility of hiring someone as a part-time worker to do the mass uploads that I used to do. If you remember, one of the biggest hassles of being a YouTuber back in the day was that you could only upload like 10 to 15 minute clips. Now I'm recording six to seven hours of gameplay a day. You know how many clips that was to upload in a day? Having to individually number and do all that shit. Now keep in mind back then I didn't do custom thumbnails. I didn't actually name the video specific things. So it was a little bit easier then. But 
basically it was a ton of busy work. And by the way, back then, this also was an issue. Unlike today, admittedly, YouTube has dramatically improved when it comes to the uploading of videos. You could just set them all up, put the data on them, and just leave them be and trust YouTube to work. Usually it works ten, nine times out of 10. Your videos are going to upload fine, no issues. You can Now they've actually improved it in the last couple of months. Now you can actually set up your videos to use the same data as a previous video in a series, which is awesome because now you don't have to reset up everything. You're just selecting previous data and just individually maybe naming, the, okay, this is part 10, this is part 11. And you, you yes, you can change the thumbnail or whatever to be the, the current thumbnail. You can even set it up to, to auto-add to the playlist when it goes live now too. Admittedly, YouTube fixed a lot of things and improved a lot of things in the last six or so months to make uploading to the channel or to the, uh, the website way easier. I'm very pleased. As a content creator, that was actually direct improvement that I haven't seen the likes of in years, and they actually improves a lot of shit, okay? But back then, you're talking, you know, 12 years ago, it was it was like a nightmare. Oh, I want to upload 40 videos today. It, no exaggeration, it would take you an hour and a half to set them up because each one had to be set up individually, copy and pasting data. Half the time, there'd be errors and shit. Then when the, once they go live, then you have to add them to the playlist. You had no ability to add them to a playlist early. You couldn't even add a thumbnail to a video early. You couldn't do anything. Everything had to manually be done after the fact. So it was a ton of work. And I considered hiring someone as a part-time worker, maybe you know a couple hours a day. Can you upload the videos, babysit them, and check everything to make sure they work? Interestingly enough, it never came to fruition. Um, I just always have been a one-man show, and I do all the work myself. No one has ever helped me with, with uploading or anything like that. It's always been all on me. So, Anyway, Nico has done a $2 tip and says, I bought a Series S this Christmas. It's a great console, but doesn't seem to sell that much here in Greece. It's been in stock since it came out. You can just walk into a store and get one, while the PS5 and Series X are impossible to find. This is exactly what I'm hearing. Maybe not in the United States so much, but internationally, like in Europe, you can just walk into any electronics store and they have the Series S in droves, which is awesome. That's what I recommend you do. Why are you waiting? Unless, you're, unless you absolutely need to play in 4K, I don't see a reason why you're waiting. Just buy it. It's cheaper. It's going to play all the next-gen games great. You know, they all. It's, this is it. Just why wait for the, the fucking industry to fix itself and course correct itself when it's so screwed up, right? Uh, Chicken Man to the dollar fifty. It's a Spelunky two came out today, dude. It's free on Game Pass. Will you play it? I love the first game. I actually don't even know anything about the first game. I never played it, right? So maybe I would check it out eventually. But that's one that's that's definitely been off my radar. Okay. Whew. Keep going here. Wow, we got a lot of contributions to sh shout out. Nathan Smith did another super chat and says, "Did you know that Persona Five Strikers is now free for PS Plus? I heard about that. I heard that it was added." I think this month, but as I've told you guys, I just don't want to mess with anything under Atlas. And what I mean by that is Atlas has burned me not once, but twice in the past for copyright. First of all, I was playing Persona 4 Arena, and they gave me copyright strikes for a fucking fighting game. It wasn't even story cutscenes. It was actual combat in a fighting game. They hit me with copyright strikes on. That was a long time ago over on my DSP Street Fighter channel, which I don't use anymore. Then on top of that, when I was playing Persona 5, I was following and abiding by all of the guidelines that Atlas USA had laid out for people to make a playthrough of the game. I never played past the date that they said was the do not pass date. I purposely was not spoiling the game and doing stuff that they were saying not to do. And they hit me with copyright strikes anyway on DSP Gaming. And it screwed up the channel for a while. So 
I am not going to mess around with a company who, at, 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 on a whim for no good reason, will just hit me with copyright strikes even though I'm doing what they tell me to do. I have This is my business. I can't have copyright strikes lingering on DSP Gaming. I mean, the good news is I have some redundancy and some backups. If everything ever happened to this channel, I could either go over to the King of Hate Vlogs or I could go over to KO Gaming and I could use those channels as backups temporarily. But man... That would be absolutely terrible if all of a sudden I couldn't do business here because Atlas hits me with fucking copyright strikes that aren't valid, you see? So I can't mess around with that. So the answer is no, I'm not playing that shit. Uh, your boy Lem has become a member for seven months and says, seven months, let's go. Thank you, your boy Lem, for re-upping your membership and I appreciate the support. Okay. still here okay what else is going on we still got a little bit of time if you guys got any more questions toss them my way okay we still got a little bit of time daniel we already talked about this a few days ago big streamers on twitch watching seasons of shows uh, I, I've already given my take on it many times in the pre-stream podcast over the past week or so. I, there's no reason to reiterate. There's no new news or anything about it. Uh, so I'm just not going to even bother talking about it again. I appreciate that you're asking, but it's something that I've actually talked at at length in, the, in recent days. So, <laughs> Didn't there used to be a sleep emote? There is a sleep emote. It's me on a pillow. It exists right now. Uh, can I play old Godzilla games? Oh, God, Jade, what old Godzilla games? I wonder if there's, like, classic Godzilla games that are worth playing or if they're all terrible this by today's standards, right? I mean, hell, I played the most modern Godzilla game they ever made a few years ago, and it sucked. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to play older ones. No, no plans of playing Monster Hunter. That's a game that just has not worked for my content. I tried it twice over the years, once on the Nintendo 3DS and then once later on PlayStation 4, and neither time did it work. So I have no plans to play that series. Ramrod says, do you think Sony will have to support PS4 longer now that they're going to keep selling them? Yes. What I think what's going to happen is you're going to see a lot of games that originally were planned to be PS5 exclusives. They're now going to completely change their plans and they're going to be cross-platform. And yes, that means the games will be nerfed a bit and will not look as good as they possibly could have been if they were PS5 exclusive. But what are you going to do? Just not sell enough games because no one can buy the console? That wouldn't even make sense. Obviously, they've got to do what's best for them. So I do feel that, yeah, we're going to see games actually look quite different than originally planned in the next few years because they got to sell them on PS4. <clears throat> Guts is thanking me for going back to Condemned because he wanted to see me play Condemned for a very long time. No problem. Ali Corny says, tea or coffee and why did you pick tea? If I'm talking about, okay, I want to have a relaxing drink and it's for pleasure purposes, tea. Or maybe I want something to soothe my throat. If I'm not feeling good, tea. But if you're talking effectiveness, coffee. Coffee has more caffeine than tea. So if you want to drink something for energy, you drink the black coffee. If you want something that's more relaxing, you drink the tea. <clears throat> uh, 
Daniel read my mind and literally said, do you think most game companies will avoid this issue by making a lower quality version for PS4 than originally just for PS5? That's exactly what I just said. Yes, that's exactly what I think is going to happen. Um, Hobo X says, what do I think about rebranding to Dad Side Phil where I do dad jokes and dad humor during my gameplay? It could launch for your 40th birthday. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh. Jade is saying, Godzilla destroy all monsters, melee, and Godzilla save the earth are some old games. I guess he says those are good ones. Interesting. I've never heard of them. Destroy all monsters, melee? This sounds like a fighting game, right? All the, all the all, They're all fighting each other in combat. It's interesting. Kevin Bernstein did a super chat. He said, what's the best and worst game I ever played or streamed? That's completely, completely subjective. There's no objective answer to that. Because it really depends on, like, what would be considered best or worst. Is it is it the best because the game's fun to play? Is it the best because the audience is enjoying it more? Is You know what I mean? Is it the best because it has high levels of interaction and we have fun together? You know? What is it worse? Does worse mean that the game overall sucks and isn't functional? Or does it just mean that the game is so boring that the stream doesn't like it? I, I can't answer questions like that. It's ridiculous. Oh! Ridiculous. Okay. Clay JT says you should take a shot of whatever alcohol you want for each tip goal we achieve. No, that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be an awful idea. Terrible, awful, no good, very bad, unhealthy idea. No, sir, I don't like it. Well, I give Street Fighter Six a chance when it comes out. Ask Jeremy. Yes, yes. Even even if the game sucks, I have enough of a history with Street Fighter and enough innate knowledge, and you know, that I would definitely want to play it just to tell you guys what I think. Even if it's terrible, I want you. I, I want to test it and let you guys know. I would hope that's not the case. I would hope that it actually ends up being a good game, though. Will the new Suicide Squad game be good? I mean, personally, I don't even like the Suicide Squad. I'm just going to be honest with all of you. The whole idea of a group of supervillains who think that they're going to get some kind of a bargaining chip because they do work for a government agency and they do good deeds, I guess, or they go on crazy missions to do good things is stupid. Guess what? They're not going to be good, uh, truthful with you. They're going to fuck you over, stupid. Right? So you, you're doing all this work, you're putting your life at risk, and you're never going to get what you promised. Okay? And it's always the worst, crappiest villains. <laughs> right? They always pick these B-level villains. It's just, I don't know, man. Like, stupid. I just don't like Suicide Squad, the idea behind it to begin with. And now they're making a game after two movies, and neither movie was great. Um, What I would say is, be just surely based on the fact that it's Rocksteady, the same people that made the Arkham Trilogy, I would say, yes, I believe it will be a good game. But, I don't know. I'll, if the subject matter ain't so good, I don't know. You know? <laughs> I hope it is a good game. Alright, Aqua Deer, thank you for the super chat. If you keep talking about your different duties, I'm just gonna have to ban you, just so you know. No, Daniel, I've never had a subscription to PS Now. The only thing I know about PS Now is when it first came out a, a very long time ago. I got a free trial of it and I tried it. 
and it didn't work. Back then, all you could do is fully download games ahead of time. Excuse me, but that's completely the opposite. All you could do is stream the games. You could not fully download them ahead of time. You had to just stream them live over the internet. And the two games that I tried lagged and fucked and crashed and were terrible. And I had the best internet possible and they were still garbage. So after that, I was like, wow, this is something that definitely uh, is not... Uh, it's definitely not realistic for that modern era. The internet was not good enough at that time. Maybe today the internet's improved enough that it would work. But now I believe you can also download games in full. Right? If I'm correct. Okay, yeah. Daniel says, yes. The streaming is mostly for older games, but the majority of them are now fully downloadable first. See, that's better. As long as you can download it ahead of time, I think it would work. By the way, I want to try something. I want to see if I open my shade how it's going to look because originally it was very sunny outside, but I prefer to have natural light. So I want to see how it's going to look here if I open the window. Give me a second here to go open the uh, shade and see how it will look. Oh, not so bad. As long as the sun doesn't come out full force, it should be okay. See, I prefer this. I much prefer the, the more natural light, right? Don't you think? Well, eh. I like the natural light more, but now it looks too blue. You want to know why? Because I turned the, the light balance off. Hold on a second here. Let me fix it. Now, I can, if I turn on the auto white balance, this will look good. Because I turned it off. There you go. See? Now the natural light actually looks really good. Because now I look human again. Ha, ha, ha. And I like that. I like having natural light. People say vitamin D, it's healthy for you. I don't want to sit here in the office with the shade down all day. I like having the natural light, but it sucks when the sun comes out full force and I can't see shit. So, uh, Lies of Her Soul tipped me another $4.20. What's your favorite color? Uh, oh my God, excuse me. Uh, I don't particularly have a color, uh, a color that I like more than anything else, like overall. But some of my colors that I have an affinity to over the years, uh, black, blue, red... Um, gray, I guess I would say. I don't particularly like colors that are too bright. That's just always been me. The sun keeps you up. Admit it. No, it's true. If you're if you are in the sun, I tend to have, I seriously tend to have more energy with the sun. If I leave this this the blinds open today, I will tend to have more overall more energy than if the blinds were closed. I prefer to have the more natural light in the office when I'm streaming. I feel like it's beneficial. <laughs> what color would I paint my office if I could? Uh, probably a darker color, honestly. Like I told you guys, I like I prefer darker. Like maybe a real dark, dark, deep blue or something like that, right? <clears throat> Alex Arsenault just tipped me three dollars and says, "I'm looking forward to today's condemned stream." Sounds good, Alex. I really hope you guys are gonna help me because, again, I haven't played this since Halloween, and I'm not gonna remember shit. And I remember the controls are very complicated, and kind of unresponsive in this game so i'm definitely gonna need your help to, to figure out how to play it again and, and some some you know some advice so 
Oh yeah, and Daniel says it's scientifically true. There's genes in your body that react to natural light and they make you feel uh, like, you know, more energy, more active. That's good. I take a vitamin D supplement, by the way, because I sit in my office all day long playing video games and I'm not outdoors that often. Uh, I actually take a natural supplement that I don't know if my body actually absorbs it. This is the thing that you hear all this stuff. Oh, you should take supplements. You should take multivitamins. And there's so many different schools of thought on that. Some people are like, oh, it helps you so much. And, you know, when I was growing up, my mom always made me take multivitamins. And other people are like, you realize multivitamins, your body doesn't absorb them. All you're doing is you're eating things in a non-natural state and your body doesn't know what to do with that and you literally just piss or shit it right out. So you're spending money on something you're putting in your body. You're not retaining it. You're wasting your time and money. I don't know. I don't know what to believe. Lysifer sold it another $4.20 and says, are you going to swig a couple of brewskis for the boys? No. I'm not going to be swigging any brewskis for anyone, boys or otherwise. I'm not doing brewskis. In fact, quite frankly, I, I really kind of just don't like beer that much anymore as I get older. To me, like, beer is so bloated with calories that I just don't like it. Like, it tastes, it's too much. If you drink it and you're like, oh my god, there's so many fucking, so much sugar and, and, and calories and stuff in it for what you know like, i don't really like that and when i drink beer i get bloated too i always tend to have to be bloated when i drink beer Ugh. what about cider or mixers um if I'm going to have a drink, I will typically make myself, like, a mixed-style drink, you know. Um, and it all depends on what's available. I told you guys over the years I've mixed vodka with uh, grapefruit juice. I think that's really good. Or, a you know, like a margarita, tequila with some kind of a lime juice cocktail deal. Um, gin and tonic, uh, which I've had over the years. My, my staple used to be rum and coke, but I haven't had that in many, many years, actually. After many years of quite frankly alcohol abuse bad alcohol abuse I stopped drinking that pretty much entirely <laughs> okay alright guys are we ready oh Lice Rizzle did another $4.20 tip and says what lore do you like more Bloodborne lore or Dark Souls trilogy lore uh probably Bloodborne Bloodborne's more horror Dark Souls has a lot of, like, fantasy, but I think it's easier to keep track of Bloodborne than it is Dark Souls, because Dark Souls trilogy, the lore kind of changes. Like, what's weird about it is it felt like Dark Souls 1 was its own thing. Dark Souls 2 was also its own thing. But then Dark Souls 3 tried to tie the two together, and I don't think it did a very good job. It's very confusing and convoluted how stuff that happened in, like, Dark Souls 2 becomes a part of a DLC of Dark Souls 3, and there's a whole timeline aspect that gets confusing. So, Bloodborne's more straightforward. As confusing as it is, it's still more straightforward. And I think I prefer the horror aspect of, oh yeah, the whole Earth's populace decided to infect themselves with alien fucking DNA and parasites and mutate themselves, thinking that it would make them like a more powerful and immortal. But in reality, all it did was mutate them into hideous creatures that, that are, you know, fucked up. <laughs> so there you go. I like that better. That's definitely what they say, Lovecraftian, right? 
right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is it for today's pre-stream podcast. Okay, I hope that you guys had fun with a little bit of a different style with this open Q&A for a longer period rather than it just being me talking. Um, if you did like this more than, say, just the regular podcast, let me know. You, As you know, if you're watching this on demand on YouTube, you can leave a comment. Let me know, do you prefer me talking about subjects at length or did you like that half the podcast today was me just answering random questions? All right, I'm curious. <clears throat> so, yes, please let me know. And uh, all right, let's end the pre-stream podcast, my friends, and get ready for gameplay. Here we go.